Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. And thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture. And these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. I'm pleased to have Corey Gala join our show today. Corey is the superintendent of the School District of Menominee Falls in Wisconsin, one of our premier K-12 partners. The School District of Menominee Falls has been showcased in many ways, including being part of a case study for the Carnegie Institute for the Advancement of Teaching and Learning at Stanford University. As the world began to experience the COVID-19 pandemic, Superintendent Gala and his team were able to make the necessary shifts to support students and staff in a highly productive and efficient way. They didn't miss a beat and I, wouldn't, I wasn't surprised at all based on the number of years that I've had an opportunity to work with this team and the great work that they've done. Corey, I'm delighted to have you on our show today. Thank you for being with us. Oh, thanks for having me, Janet. I appreciate it. Let's start off with uh, the first question. Uh, your leadership team, as we talked about, supported the school district of Menominee Falls and to make the transition from the current state of working uh, to working virtually. And I know you're extremely proud of that transition work by your team. So can you walk us through the processes your team applied to, to make this a successful launch into the virtual world? Um, yeah, yeah, I can. I think we were, we were fortunate in that we, that we started to get our head around this a little bit early. I, you know, and I appreciate this opportunity to talk. It's given me a chance for the first time to kind of reflect on what we've been through over the last month, but it was uh, about March 2nd was the first time we had a meeting. We, we actually pulled together what we were calling that our steering committee of just trying to get our head around, you know, what was happening and what we needed to do immediately in response to the spread of the virus, as well as start to just sort of imagine what might be ahead of us. So at that point, we, you know, our agenda, we were just focusing on cleaning, sanitation, trying to understand you know, where were we going to get our accurate information from to make decisions? And we decided very early to, to start communicating with families. So um, just what we knew and, and what was happening, the goal there was to set the standard for them. So they knew that we would be communicating regularly. They knew where it would come from and they could trust that it would be accurate. And that really prepared us well for, you know, a couple of weeks after that of, of what we had to do in terms of the transition. Um, as far as the actual transition itself, it was, you know, a lot of this was, you know, I think communication has been key through all of this to just explain what we know, uh, how we're responding, and then to start to forecast decisions that we may need to make in the future, um, really being transparent with our own team. So going all the way back to the second of just, I really wanted people to get their mind around the possibilities. So we didn't spend a lot of time on planning literally for virtual learning in that March 2nd timeframe, but we established teams and who would be the leads on those teams and just started to pose questions and challenges they may have um, around all of that. We did start to pull more teachers in as things looked more likely that we would potentially be going into a closure mode and transitioning to virtual learning. So we got some key instructional leaders together to just start thinking about what that would look like, started the forecast for teachers that this is possible so that they could begin to think that through. Uh, we made a decision to close on a Friday 
and we would have schools not there on the following Monday. So we had a Saturday morning board meeting followed by a Saturday afternoon meeting with our executive leaders and then a Sunday full meeting with principals, uh, which allowed us, we had one full day with all staff physically present. At that point, we learned suddenly uh, that Sunday evening that we would have to limit our gatherings to under 50. So we tried to keep them even under 25. And it was just really the most remarkable, inspiring day I've ever had with, with educators and that our entire all of our employees came in and they were problem solving, they were leading, they were working in small teams, they were accepting the communication, accepting the challenge. Um, it was really a, 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 a wonderful thing. I'll just add one piece, Janet, that I thought was critical was very early we established guiding principles um, that we would, we would use across the system to make our decisions. So they were things like the number one was obviously student safety, followed by employee health and safety, followed by social support and structure for students and families during this period of isolation. And number four would be, would be learning. Um, so we just wanted to be clear with people what our intentions were as we were going into this. And then we had other things like operational and financial stability, economic stability for our employees, and then the last being community support as we were starting to imagine that the longer this goes on, we would be in a position uh, where we might be a critical support network for all of the 4,000 students and their families that we serve. Yeah, so Corey, you know what I hear you say, I mean, not surprised at all with the way that you all built the process, came together, had great communication externally, transparently, and then built your teams um, to look at what was in front of you and gain that insight from them, you know, to solve. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it was methodical. The anxiety, it seems probably the anxiety wasn't there in ways that it potentially could be, but just that methodical approach. Is that right? Am I hearing, you know, did it kind of feel like that as you were moving through? Um, yeah, it did. I think by starting early was helpful because people weren't completely shocked with what we, what the challenges were. Um, and then just, you know, you know, we have some key teams that were critical to this. So our tech team in particular just never missed a beat. I mean, they, they were working so efficiently. They were there in a support capacity very early on, um, on that day of training. I mean, we were rolling out tech tools for, for teams, um, across the system in those small groups that, you know, we were planning to roll these out next year as part of our tech plan. And we said, we've got to do it on, on Monday. Our nutrition team was very inspirational. Uh, I think they sort of set the stage that from the day that we said we would be closing, our school nutrition team was already prepared to be serving uh, lunches to all students through a dr four drive-through locations on the first day that students were not in school and yeah. uh, quickly transitioned even there to be able to deliver meals. So mm -hmm. uh, people saw everyone stepping up. So um, absolutely the culture on that day was, it was just this can-do culture of people just seeing problems, solving them, not dwelling on kind of the massive undertaking, but really accepting that challenge of, you know, let's write a beautiful story in a really difficult time. Yeah. And what do you, you know, as you think back, you know, Corey, I know we've, you know, worked together for quite some time now. And if you think back over the years, you know, what, 
what helped, you know, over the years, what are the key things that helped this team, you know, tra- do it during this transition time that helped them come together? Oh, wow. wow. I mean, there's so much. I mean, the culture building that we've done over the last eight years of just trying to really focusing on leadership as a behavior rather than title, because there's no way we could have done what we've done if we were reliant on just our leadership team. So, so building that culture of leadership, problem solving, I'll say also just the very specific tools like stoplight across our entire system right now, people are using stoplight reports that, you know, just, you're doing a situational appraisal of what are the things we have to deal with. Um, listing those in a document, setting a priority level for those, putting somebody as point on each of them, and then just managing, you know, is that a, is that a red, yellow, or green based on its progress? And you see those everywhere. I think the trust that we've built was very evident. Um, our executive team in particular, I, I refer to those as our cabinet. There's just, there's so much honesty and directness that when we were under that intensity, um, and the time schedule we were on, just people spoke their truth. And that was remarkable that their people weren't holding back. They knew this was too big to fail. And um, so yeah. it's been, I think I sent you a text at some point saying everything we've learned over the last eight years has been present in the last 48 hours. And that's been yeah. those first two weeks of you just the idea of lean thinking and especially lean thinking of, you know, just being able to problem solve rapidly has been critical this time. Yeah, just, I mean, remarkable work by your team. You know, Corey, I, you know, just, you're several weeks, you know, in now, and um, just curious, you know, how, I know you're, you've talked a little bit about how you were able to serve your students during that transition. What does that look like now? I mean, what are, how are you, what what does that look like, you know? Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think we've been true to those principles of we, every decision has been based on student safety. So clearly they're home now and we're all in the shelter at home, but the virtual learning, what we've set up is, is that, um, why we wanted that full day with staff, uh, for, with all employees was we wanted to make sure this was collaborative and they were learning from one another. And the key was we didn't want every student experience to be dependent on how savvy one individual teacher was or wasn't in this. So we set this up where they were making their plans together. We made sure that everyone had um, one meeting, a virtual meeting set up each week where they invited an administrator to that so that they could be comparing and learning from one another. So, I mean, what it looks like is teachers delivering their materials virtually using the technology from grades three through 12, um, using emails and we were able because we called early send a lot of materials and a lot of books home and those poor little kids backpacks and four <laughs> kids. Yeah. Um, so we're able to get things to them but then the teachers are, are are creating common lessons and have a common plan and they're responding to challenges together in those weekly meetings we did do a feedback loop after our fourth day where we surveyed all kids all of our teachers and all of our parents with just some very basic questions and some comments. And now we're on spring break right now. So we're able to make some adjustments. For example, our high school is going to a block schedule, a rotating block schedule now as of Monday. Um, So we felt that feedback is key because during this time, we wanna make sure we're focusing on that support 
more than the learning uh, because we don't want to be an additional stressor on families who are already facing a lot of stress. Yeah, that's what, you know, that would, that would be my guess. And, you know, sometimes I think what I've found, Corey, is, and it sounds like you all are doing great with this, is, is that building good structure, you know, I mean, that forward communication, getting ahead of it and building good structure so that people's anxiety can be reduced by the known, you know, because there's so much unknown. Is trying to create something that's known, you know, just becomes essential right now. So, you know, I think that's that that you all have just and still using that improvement focus, right? Let's look at how it's gone. <laughs> you know, yeah. let's look at then let's make those adjustments, even even in a time where it's difficult to do that. Yeah, I think that's what's exhilarating about this is, you know, you're forced to think and decide and improve rapidly and mm-hmm. if you learn a lot doing that you know we're, we're going to be so much more powerful as an organization when we come out from this um, it, because of everything we've learned in this short period of time um, I think the challenge is going to be how do we sustain this and sustain the energy and the and the mission so I think the you know, the key to those weekly meetings the consistent feedback with families and the ability to adjust, you know, and we're starting to get a better picture of how long this might go on. And we know we're going to have to adjust um, as this extends and families become more stressed during this, yeah. this period of isolation strain. I think that's, I think that that's, you're, that's right. That's what I'm thinking too, you know, as I'm working with ind- individual partners and then working with our team, it's, we've kind of, we've been in stride for a couple of weeks. You know, what does it take? I mean, in that long term. You know, it's the consistency of practice and the alignment, you know, things mm-hmm. that we've talked about are just more important than ever. So, you know, I'll kind of summarize, you know, today, Corey, and, you know, just appreciate all the the information that you've provided. I know people can learn from it and, um, uh, you know, have high regard and respect for you and your leadership. So what advice would you leave us today? You know, as you, if you're thinking about talking to your colleagues across the nation, you know, what advice do you have for them, you know, based on who you are and what you've learned over the years, but specifically these last two weeks? You know, I think I would say establishing a mission and vision for the moment. Uh, and I, I think that was critical for us as we just had to recognize that, you know, we're, we serve a different purpose now than we did two weeks ago. We're still student learning is a, is a primary focus, but it's not the only focus and temp, you know, temporarily, it's not necessarily the most important. I think that developing the guiding principles was, you know, one of those things that we necessarily realized how significant that was. I mean, it was really going into that board meeting, just wanting to capture that so that we we understood how we would think. But that resonated with every employee, and we ended up sharing those. All of the teams were sharing those in their meetings. They wanted copies of those. They wanted that slide so that everybody understood why we were making the decisions we were. Um, the other piece of advice is just not to get overwhelmed. You, you have to identify the problems, name them, prioritize them, develop solutions quickly, and then track those decisions and, and find some way to look back or have some feedback to make those adjustments over communicating is critical. And then I think rest. I mean, we all hit points where we just said, maybe the system can't afford it, but 
I need some hours off or some, some days off here or a day off or just to get out and get a run in or do whatever, because this is going to be a long haul and we can't burn out any of the, the people carrying the water on this. That's right. Corey, thank you so much. And, you know, just appreciate you and appreciate the work that you've done in the school district of Menominee Falls and in the, and in your community. Uh, thank you for being with us today. No, thanks for all of your help. I mean, we've worked with you a long time and we could not have done what we've just done without those years of support. So thanks, Janet. Yeah, thank you. So as we, uh, as we wrap up today, you know, I think uh, one thing I, I learned from Corey today is, uh, and I'm probably going to go back and really think about how we do this with our team. You know, we have standards of practice that we work with, but in this transitional time of crisis, what are those principles that we're going to follow? You know, what are the things that are most significant to us? So as listeners out there, I think that's one thing we could all learn from Corey and do. Um, and the other thing I just, I think is really significant that I learned from you today, Corey, is I think rest, it, our balance between really pushing hard and building that structure and then taking a deep breath, uh, because this is both both the work that we do, the emotional aspect of what we're experiencing, and we have personal relationships with people and worries that we have there as well. Um, so it's taking care of ourselves in that process too. So before we go, I, I wanna take a moment to pause as we think about people in our communities, country, and the world struggling with what's in front of us. You know, each afternoon <laughs> I go for a walk and I see people sitting on their porches. I, I live in the South, so, you know, we're sitting, people are sitting on porches uh, more than ever. And they all take a moment to wave and say hello. And so every day I look forward to those walks to see the people and look for them on their porches every day. And I look forward to the waves and the hellos. So be safe and kind and send heartfelt thoughts to those in greatest need. Let's send our deepest appreciation to those sacrificing themselves to serve others. The people are strong and people are loving. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share the podcast and make sure you're subscribed for new episodes. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. Have a great week.